Welcome to Easy Brew Routine. Today, before we start the podcast, we want to talk about the Outback Bull Performance Tour. Experience a performance tour of a lifetime with the Just for Kicks Outback Bull Tour. Dance in front of 60,000 fans at the Outback Bowl in Tampa, Florida. Join us on trips to Disney World, Clearwater Beach, Busch Gardens, and so much more. Learn more at justforkicks.com. Now, to the podcast. Hello, this is Cindy Clow, and today's episode, we're just going to be answering questions that people have asked on my Dance Coaches and Teachers Unite Facebook, which if, which if you are a teacher and a coach and you haven't joined it, we hope you join the 9,500 people who have. So Megan from Iowa asked this question. It'll, I'll be a first-year coach this year. I would love to get ideas on how to foster creativity in a world where all we know is TikTok videos. How do we help our dancers be the creative ones and think outside the box and not hide behind their phones? Hmm, that is a great question. So I guess first off, I would say in some ways, I think TikTok has lent itself to making kids more creative. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but they, they're having to film and do all these things. So I guess when I'm trying to get kids to be creative, I really use the music as my guide or as their guide to help lead them to where they need to go. So talk about the music, talk about the different sounds, talk about the layering of the beats in the music, like the um, syncopated rhythms and the different rhythms that they can hear. Maybe have them clap them out. And I always ask my kids, what does that sound look like or feel like? So that's a good thing to have them act out what it looks like or feels like to them. And depending on the song, I mean, if it's an emotional song, that's usually easier. I think improving is a great way to get the kids to be creative. If you don't do that at your studio or your high school team, it's a great thing to do to find out how your kids can move is to improv to different songs and really vary up those songs. Sometimes if we have choreography, we have to get done. I would have them break into groups and make it more like a contest. And more times than not, when they come back, but by the way, when you break into groups, have them in different rooms, because if they're in the same room, they start seeing each other and copying and feeding off each other. So if you have them go to different rooms, then when they come back and do a show and tell, it's really interesting that one, many times, more times than not, we will come back and come together and I will take a bit of this one, a bit of that one, and then something from the other group and meld them together. So the three groups usually have a very different flavor and you can take something with from each of them. Kids are used to using their phones. It's a fact. I think we have to kind of get used to it. Have them film their dances that they made up so they don't forget them. Have them do some research before they come to your choreography. I tell my kids, watch as much, when you come to our choreography session, watch as much ahead of time as you can. I would like you to watch a marching band, watch uh, ice skaters, watch cheerleaders, watch dancers, watch studio, watch team, go to a different state competition via YouTube. They have so much access compared to what we used to have that 
it's just great to use that technology. So I hope that helps you, Megan. Thanks for listening to Anything But Routine. If you like the podcast, subscribe and give us a rating. We'll see you next time.